This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time. Time for Silver and Black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back. Silver and Black today. Thanks for joining us. It is time to talk Raiders football as we always do here on our Odyssey original podcast. And it's time to talk about the game coming up. Of course, Monday night football, the Raiders, their arch rival, the Kansas City Chiefs. And as always, joining me is my broadcast partner and my buddy and a guy that we we thank goodness now know likes sushi. Uh, so if you listen to the mailbag show uh, yesterday, you know that to be true. That is Mr. Momo, and he is the national NFL writer for Bleacher Report. He's also the Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. You can follow him at Mo Moten on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Mo, um, have you have you recovered from the mailbag show and the, the fact that you got hit up, hit hit on during that show? Are you you back to football now? You focused? I feel violated after that show. Um, <laughs> I had to recover and get my wits back about me, but I'm back. Um, didn't have any sushi while while I was out, but I will have some this weekend, (laughs) actually. I plan on having a couple of trays. Uh, Sashi, one of our loyal listeners, has let me know that California rolls and dragon rolls aren't really sushi, and I need to try eel, so maybe that's uh, that's on the menu this weekend. Well, I saw that he said that to you, and with all due respect to him, when you're starting out and you're just trying to understand what it is and if you like the textures and all that, nothing wrong with that. But clearly, as your palate gets more diverse, you will venture into new territory and you will like it, I am sure. Uh, so we will leave the sushi talk for later. We're going to get on to Raiders football. And, Mo, a couple things we want to get into to start off the show on this Thursday is the fact that the Raiders 
Uh, we right after we recorded our show yesterday and on Tuesday, uh, Blake Martinez was signed. Although the Raiders still have not made it official, uh, but they're going to, from all indications and all reports, uh, from from respectable beat writers, uh, folks that are on top of this story. So Blake Martinez comes in. Two things with the signing. We talked about that it would be a good addition because of his success in Patrick Graham's system in the New York Giants system, but also Denzel Perryman. Uh, that does not appear to be a good story because uh, he's in concussion protocol, still not out there. Uh, and this says to me that they don't expect him back anytime soon. Yeah, I think I said this to you privately, but I'll say it live here on the show or not live. But I'll say it on the show that I think the NFL is going to eventually tweak their protocol rules and guidelines. I think a player is going to have to mandatorily miss one week of action before they're able to come back. Um, I know in a Hobbs before the whole Tua Tunga Valoa thing happened, he came back, didn't miss any time. But Denzel Perryman, I think Josh McDaniels mentioned this on Wednesday that Perryman was saying, I'm good, I'm all right. But sometimes mm -hmm. you have to protect the players from themselves because the inclination for the player is to get out on the field and be with his brothers and be with his teammates, even though he may not be anywhere close to 100%. So he's got to pass, obviously, some uh, tests to get on the field, and we'll see what happens there. But to me, the signing... Uh, the, the potential, the imminent signing of Blake Martinez says that the Raiders don't expect him to be out there on Monday against the Chiefs. So let's talk about Martinez. Uh, when you look at the history of Blake Martinez in New York and what he was able to do with, with uh, uh, under Patrick Graham, it's a good story. He was a surprise cut for the Giants. People weren't expecting him to be one of the guys on the cutting room floor, but he was at the end of camp. And, and so, so it's not like this guy doesn't have... Uh, some left in the tank. He's got the opportunity to come in. He clearly knows the system. What is it about Blake Martinez? For those of, uh, of uh, folks out there listening who've not had much exposure, not seen him play much, tell us a little bit about him, Mo, and what he brings to the defense. He's very similar to Denzel Perriman, where you want him in for the first two downs or early downs or against the run. Uh, very much capable. That's that's basically his wheelhouse. I believe he had 144-plus tackles in four consecutive seasons. <laughs> uh, that goes back to his time with the Green Bay Packers. And by the way, not only did he play under Patrick Graham with the Giants, he played under Patrick Graham when Patrick Graham was the linebacker's run-game run coordinator for the Packers. So he's been with Patrick Graham for multiple years, I would say three years, uh, not just with the Giants. But he's, again, he's, he's basically not going to be a factor in pass coverage don't expect him to blanket travis kelsey that is not going to happen that is not his forte that is not anything close to his forte i would say that's probably a weakness for him so don't expect this guy to go out there and be superman and be this every down linebacker that shuts down everybody in the passing game and run and on a rundowns that's not him it's basically a two down linebacker who's going to help you on the early again on the early downs against the run making sure uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Isaiah Pacheco, a rookie seventh-rounder, who are both, by the way, averaging five yards per carry, make sure those guys don't run wild on you on the ground. And, Mo, we talked about this last week with the, or I should say earlier in the week, with the Denver win and and what Denzel Perryman brought back to that defense, which was that that veteran presence, that, that thumper in the middle, like you said. And Blake Martinez can be that, like you said, on the two downs. Uh, but that veteran leadership more than anything because of the, the age uh, on that group and some of the inexperience there, relatively speaking, that to me is the biggest deal here and why this signing, in addition to the ability Blake Martinez has, the leadership is sorely needed. And especially in this game, even though he'll be new to this team, 
and and of course we're expecting him to play Sunday. He might not, but we expect him to play. Uh, that's going to be something that I think can't go understated on how strongly they need somebody like that in a big game like this on Monday. All right, new to this team, but not new to the system. Uh, I kind of stole my thunder there because uh, <laughs> article out on Sportsnet just explained the importance of having a Blake Martinez on the roster with Denzel Perriman going through the concussion protocol. It's not all about um, what you see in the box score with him. As you just said, you want his leadership in the middle of that defense because you want guys in the right spot at the right time against this offense because, as we know, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to throw everything at the Raiders, so they have to be ready to ready to defend it. And you want a veteran, to me, you want a veteran in the middle of that defense to make sure your guys are ready and lined up properly. Again, this is no disrespect to Divine Diablo. But Blake Martinez has seen it all, and he's played under Patrick Grant for multiple years, so he has a good grasp of this defense. Yeah, good signing uh, by the or pending signing, signing whichever, depending when you listen to this broadcast, uh, to bring Blake <laughs> Martinez in on that defense uh, where the Raiders really need that presence and need the ability there as well. Let's move on to some of the other things we heard this week, too, earlier in the week, and that was the Raiders uh, brought in another wide receiver, Albert Wilson, visited the Raiders uh, and some fans I think why are we bringing another receiver I think most people don't realize how many times these teams bring in players every week the Raiders have players coming in sometimes they're not big names sometimes there's not reports about them but it happens every single week what do we know about Albert Wilson does that mean we should suspect anything about Hunter Renfro because Hunter Renfro was back at practice yesterday on Wednesday we don't know. He was in the red jersey, so he's still not able to take any contact. So we don't know what his status is for Monday night. He does get the extra day, clearly, uh, with the team uh, playing on Monday Night Football. Uh, but what should we read into, if anything, Albert Wilson coming in to work out for the Raiders? I wouldn't read too much into it because a lot of people, people a lot of teams do this, and I believe I forgot what, what coach said this. I think it was Sean Payton said this about Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells kept a book of players that even if the team doesn't sign them, that they can call right away if a player goes down with an injury. You just call that player right there, boom, bam. We already worked him out. We know what he's capable of. We know what position he could play, his responsibilities. We would just call him and bring him in. So I don't think this is an imminent signing of any sort. As you said, Hunter Renfro did come back to practice, so that's a positive sign. But again, he has to pass certain tests to get back on the field. I think it's just a matter of if Hunter Renfro cannot go and if they have an injury here or there or if they need something, Albert Wilson is on call. For those with good memory, if you remember, Albert Wilson actually scored a touchdown against the Raiders. In that preseason game, he was on the Viking squad at the time, mm -hmm. but he did score a touchdown. So they probably had a good look at him and said, hey, if he's ever available, we'll bring him in for a workout, try him out. Mo, we look at this game coming up against the Chiefs on Monday night, and you look at the current state of the Raiders and, and the injury report. Uh, outside of, of course, Denzel Perriman we talked about, uh, but we have Hunter Renfro. Who else is concerned? are you concerned about? Uh, Foster Moreau still uh, having issues, not back at practice as of Wednesday going into Thursday. So what are, what are the Raiders, uh, what's the disadvantage for them right now when you look at that injury list? I, I wouldn't. I would say Rocky Sin is the injury or the player that didn't play last week that I'm kind of eyeing right now because with the Chiefs' passing offense, you need all hands on deck. This is nothing against Meek Robinson, but you need as many healthy cornerbacks and defensive backs as you can get against this Chiefs' offense because even though they don't have Tyreek Hill. 
they have a plethora of wide receivers who can still perform at a high level. Miko Hardman has speed. Juju Smith-Schuster can line up inside and outside. You got to make sure you know where he's lined up. Uh, Marquez Velez-Scanling, I know a lot of people make fun of him for the drops, but if he gets his handles on the football and he hauls it in, he can get you a 50-yard gain on one play. So you have to be careful about the deep ball there. Sky Moore is their rookie second rounder. Had a lot of production on the collegiate level, so don't ever want to look him either. And, of course, their running backs, more of Clyde was here that can catch out of the backfield. Isaiah Pacheco doesn't have a reception yet, but you still want to keep an eye on him because they will pass to their running backs. And, of course, Travis Kelsey. I think what's going to happen with Travis Kelsey is going to have a bracket around him with the safety, maybe not a linebacker, but maybe a hybrid Maybe Divine Diablo plays that hybrid role and you have Dron Harmon come down over the top because, again, we don't want John Abram one-on-one with Travis Kelsey. I think you want a combination of guys and you just don't leave it up to one player to, to defend him as a one-man responsibility, so to speak. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, interesting, too, if you look at some of uh, what's happening up front again for the Raiders. Go back to the offensive line here for a minute, Mo. Um, and we saw what happened with Alex Bars. I've now watched the game tape three times, and Alex Bars, to me, gets worse every time I watch it. <laughs> um, and that's not to pick on the guy. Listen, I mean, he's been put in a position. He's played two different positions. He, he's, he's a backup rotational guy to come in yeah. on a few downs when you need him. It's not, he's not a starting left guard, okay? Uh, so it's, it, it, I want to just say that up front, but, but it wasn't good each time I looked at it. And um, so the Raiders, when you when you see them roll out in Kansas City, of course you're going to have Colton Miller. Who's going to be the left guard for Colton Miller next to Andre James on the line? It's probably going to be Alex Bars. I know you probably cringe at that, and I do too. <laughs> but they're not apparently they're not very high on John Simpson. He was a healthy scratch, I guess, the Denver Broncos. So this is a guy that went from being a starter. We saw him play a lot of snaps in the preseason, had, had, a, had some – rough games during the preseason after the i believe he played well in the hall of fame game against the jaguars then after that kind of went downhill then you started to see the raiders experiment a little bit so you're probably going to get alex bars because apparently they, they trust him there but don't feel good about that left guard spot you just hope that whoever is there colt mill can help him out because he's a solid player at that position yes absolutely okay we are coming up on our first break here on silver and black today we appreciate you guys being with us do us a favor. As you know, we are also an Odyssey original podcast. The Odyssey network is growing just you would not believe it. This is the first year that they've rolled out a podcast for every team in the NFL. By the way, uh, our podcast, that's right, Silver and Black today, me and Mo and David, our producer, got to give him credit too. We are number three in the NFL for their podcast, okay? We trail the Eagles podcast and the Cowboys podcast. Now, I know how Raider fans feel about the Cowboys. Do us a favor. Help us beat these guys. They're all nice guys and all that, but and they're part of our team, so, so we love them, but there's a, there's a competition here. I say, and I told these guys on a conference call, 
that Raider Nation is the best fan base. Oh, no, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Oh, Cowboys, Cowboys, we're America's team. I said, no, 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 no. No, I, I, I bet you, and I, and I won't tell you what I bet them because I can't say it on the air right now, but I will tell you because it has to do with alcohol. But I will tell you, I believe that you can make us the number one podcast in the Odyssey Sports Network. I know you can. I have no doubts because Raider Nation is the best fan base in all of sports. Sorry, Yankee fans. They just are. So do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Help us beat the Cowboys. It's just like this is a game. It's just like the Raiders rolling into Jerry World. You want them to beat Jerry, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys? Help us beat them in the podcast world. Help us beat the Eagles, the undefeated Eagles, okay? So go subscribe to our podcast. Turn on the auto-download. That's how we... How they know we are successful is the number of downloads, meaning you guys are listening to us. Help us beat the Cowboys and Eagles podcast, if you would. You can get the podcast wherever you get it. It doesn't matter where you get it. Just do it. Sign up, subscribe. We certainly appreciate that. When we come back from the break, we're going to dive in on the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to review a piece that Mo had earlier in the week about uh, subtle wrinkles the Raiders had and how uh, they were able to beat the Broncos, but how that could play into the Chiefs game. And then we'll give you some three keys to the Chiefs. Later on in the show, our good friend Kelly Kreiner will join us for some fantasy football smack talk, which Mo will be the recipient. Everybody knows this because Mo's 0-4. But we also have a special guest coming on to give Mo a little bit of a pep talk. And no, it's not Lynn with a plate of sushi. It is going to be someone that I think will get Mo motivated. So we'll have to see who that is. That's coming up in the third segment of the show. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we roll on with Silver and Black today. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Silver and Black today rolls on. Thanks for being with us, Raider Nation. We appreciate you more than we could ever tell you in just a few minutes. So thank you for being with us. 